I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Halfback Podcast ahead of NRL Round 17. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Coming on, coming in hot, I should say, with... Let's call it a deflated panel after a pretty bloody grim state of Origin 2 game when you consider the three of us New South Wales supporters. The Maroons, far, far too good for us last night. Clinched the series, but we don't really care. We're here to talk NRL and find some winners for punters. Here to do that with me is, as always, one of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Canberra Raiders halfback, Sam Williams from Racing and Sports. Sam, how are you, mate? Yeah, as you said, a bit deflated, but life goes on. They're far too good. It wasn't even one of those ones where you sit back and you go, moments won that game. There was this moment or there was that moment. They were just far too good. Mm. We uh, we didn't look like scoring points. We didn't look like uh, breaking them down. I think it, we looked at our best when we started punching through the middle, but our key man was playing in the centres to go through the middle. So... <laughs> Made it very difficult to be able to try and punch some holes through there. Reese Robson did a good job, but I'll tell you what, Cookie coming off the bench in the middle would have been a, a real luxury. So, look, at you know, we can go into the you know, what went wrong and all that, but, yeah, it's a very disappointing night. Yeah, we could we could see it for a day to where what went wrong, Sam, but uh, just touch on it briefly. And, and unfortunately, it's not a Captain Hindsight call because when you do about five podcasts a week, this sort of thing's splashed everywhere, but... The bench makeup and not carrying utility on the bench. It just it didn't make sense the way they their bench rolled out in game one and game two and by not picking utility on the bench and then Tommy Turbo going down two minutes in, it just absolutely cooled us and, and just to me it never made sense from the word go and look, we may not have won the game anyway, but Cookie to centre, it's absolutely not Cookie's fault. But you uh, you know, Freddie's given everything. He people are into him and that. He's given his best, but that decision it never made any sense to me. It shows the importance of picking the correct bench. Yeah, I reckon it's the hardest position. I mean, the halves is very hard to defend because you're getting big fellas at you and making decisions. But the centers is probably the most oh. difficult position on the field to defend. You know, he scored the uh, the Maroons scored a try there at the back end of the game where. Cook turned in on someone that uh, there was no need to go in on. Uh, yeah. Walsh was at the back. I think Cobo scored the try. It was honestly like shelling peas. There was he was he was out of out of position uh, earlier on in the game. I think Walsh played at the back of, of them again. He turned in. If he catches the ball there, Walsh they score as well. The Maroons. It was just fortunate that he dropped the ball. So yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really know why. Why he was decided, why Freddie and and the coaching staff decided with Cook, but all in all, it's uh, I think there's going to be some yeah some changes going forward probably across the board. 
you add in moments like as soon as he got shifted to that position and he, he ran a block uh, for the, the cross-field kick for the Val Holmes try, if that's a bigger body or something. Again, not his fault. Probably just doesn't happen that way. Xavier Coach flew over the top of him. There was just all the quick tip-ons that he tried to do and he got put in half-decent space. Again, not his fault, but a genuine center. If they had, say, a Birdo there, I could catch his passes, I can score. Anyway, it's in the past now, mate. And, yeah, I said, absolutely not on Cookie. The bloke was playing out of position. And uh, we move on and look to 2024. We're cricket fans anyway, aren't we? Uh, Jimmy Hughes from uh, XTB, Darius, head of analytics at KO Sport. <laughs> we love our cricket. Yeah, good, good, uh, good Ashes win to start off. But, um, yeah, like, just to touch on origin, I think, you know, some of the things that were going on, especially look, people probably ribbing Teddy again, um, I think somehow he's been coached away from playing what he's naturally good at, and that's just like supporting through the middle, sitting on the inside of his halfbacks and running and supporting the forwards and the hooker as they run through the middle, and then you just see his line breaks. And I think he kind of got coached this origin to play like a Walsh or like a Turbo or the better out the back where, you know, it's not overly his strength in origin. And I think, you know, unfortunately he's kind of been – hit with that brush that he's, he's kind of not as good as he used to be, but I just think he just wasn't playing the, the strategy that he, he should have been. I, I, then- would, I do tend to agree there, Jimmy. I, one of the things that I really did notice was the lack of uh, combinations with some of the players from Penrith, namely Luai, uh, I think Crichton went to the right side. When Mitch Moses went short side, Mitch Moses is probably the best half in the game at playing a short side if you don't get the numbers right. And he went short side there once and Crichton was was behind the play. And, you know, I know he's probably tired or whatnot, but Nathan Cleary probably doesn't take that sort of play. He's a he's a lot more percentage-based. And, and I think his overall game, Cleary, is so suited to that pen of style. But Mitch Moses, he's brilliant at those sort of short plays now. He took off and Crichton was behind the plate. That could have been a try. It really could have been. And Moses does it so well. There was another time later on in the game where Luai goes across field. Adokar looks for the kick. He passes. Yeah. He overruns him. Oh. Combination. If that's if that's Brian Toto, maybe he doesn't overrun it. Maybe it's a try. Uh, I just think there was a lot of moments there where the combinations, and they're so used to that Penrith style that they struggled to work with the players around them. And it's hard because all they've known through their whole careers is the Penrith style that has been so successful. So I did feel like that that was a little bit of a concern for the Blues. Yeah, to give to give props to the Queenslanders, I mean, uh, Billy Slater coach team, you just you can just see the depth in their back line. And I just don't – how's anyone going to stop this back line? It's just coached to perfection. You've got Walsh running around the back and just setting up plays. You know, obviously Cookie was kind of held out there a bit and – Led, led to dry, but um, yeah, I think another major factor was I think Billy said it in his presser, it was about want, and it was that DCE play where oh. he's just come from across the field, and and then it wasn't just DCE, it was his teammates who got back to defend that line and stop the try, and then a set later they go off and score themselves, so you know, you've got to give props to the Queenslanders and, and their ability to just get up for each other, and yeah, the humility with their their defence and uh, their approach to the game. Last but not least, did you see last night where New South Wales created the overlap? There was probably five of the Maroons in covering behind. In the first game, the Maroons did that to us. Luai was there and Teddy was there and they scored a try. There was probably another two bodies, Queensland bodies there in that same situation. So 
Look, we talk about tactics for, uh, to the cows come home, but that sort of stuff, that's that's want. And I'm not going to go anywhere near the fact that Queensland, no origin and all this crap, but <laughs> they did it well last night. Well said. That, they did it well, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yes. Uh, boys, on to last week's punting recap. Uh, Sam, three plays. Your lock of the week, Meany anytime try score at $2.15. The Storm put 28 points on, but no good. The Sharkies was your value play to win. That got up. Molly Tarlow try got up. No Jacob Kiraz try. Your Hail Mary was probably the pick of them for you. Also no good. Cowboys win. Tick. Didn't try. Tick. Drinky try. Tick. Sammy Valamai let you down. I was at $29. So, mate, you brought yeah, up duck eggs. I have. And you know what? I've dead set being on fire what i will say is that i still finished ahead on the punt last week because of those i had i played around with all those different combinations even the the, the melbourne game i didn't want to go back to the world putting in uh will warbrick he was my lock the week before i should have just stuck solid i really i mean i just really like the way that mandy's playing i thought he might have sliced through but instead he just put it on a platter for for the big fella on the right wing. So, yeah, it is what it is. You uh, yeah, don't win every week. Was Origin round. God, we can't get them all right. Yeah, look, if you don't toot your own horn, who will, mate? And, yeah, moving on to someone who does uh, deliver results. Jimmy Hughes, mate, you were on track for six locks in a row. You had Panthers giving away the one and a half start at $1.74. Uh, the streak ended there, but your value play was a belter. You went Sharks 13+, plus, Storms 13+, plus at $5.61. They got home by 22 and 38-point margins, respectively, or the other way around. It was Sharks by 38. Mate, very comfortable win there. Yeah, no, thankfully, uh, I saved that lock. So, you know, keeping the, the, the streak of winning going, which is good good to have. But, uh, yeah, I think, like, the Sharkies, Melbourne, both good football teams up against, you know, depleted, not-so-good football teams to, mm. you know, sorry, Doggies and Tigers. But, uh yeah, so I think, you know, hopefully in hindsight it was a good bet because it won. It's a ripper, mate. And uh, on to another proven winner on the podcast, my lock of the week, Sharks giving away the 11.5 line. It's the Doggies at $1.90 home. Also had the value play, Sharks 13+, plus. Mooley Tarlow and Will Kennedy anytime try, score at $4.50. Somehow in that onslaught, Will Kennedy didn't get home. So just the lock last week, but... A win's a win. So we move on. The better, guys, we're exclusively using better markets for our players throughout the season. Last week, NRL round 16, we had Nico Hines, 75 plus fantasy points, into a Ronaldo Mulitalo try at $3.50, which got home. Uh, no play for round 17. We had a double with Origin last night. Tommy Turbo was one of the try scorers, and that lasted all of about three minutes. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidence will support? Call 1 800. 858858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sam, let's get stuck into our plays for NRL Round 17. Your Brian Bevan lock of the week, 65% of our play. Yeah, so the, the three games I've, I've gone to, I sort of feel that there's – I've got a bit of confidence about the three of them, believe it or not. But <clears> I, um, I think that there's combinations that if you like someone or you like a certain play or you want to drop someone out of the play – to the punters, back yourself as well. You know, that, that we're trying to work around a certain um, price point as well. But I do think that there's some value around the three players I've got this week. The first one I'll start off with is the Dragons versus the Warriors game. Now, I was on the sideline for the Warriors against the Raiders for Jared Croker's 
300th there the other weekend. Gee, I was impressed with the Warriors. They were, they, they were resilient. They defended well. And then when they got their opportunity, they put points on. No doubt that Sean Johnson's playing great football. I really think that the Warriors can, can handle all the adversity and everything that's going on with the Dragons at the moment. And I think their resilience will be too good. So I think the Warriors win the game. And I've got Dallin Watini Zalesniak to score a try. I think that the way at the moment with uh, Sean Johnson playing on the ball more often than not, he does like playing on the right. And with Luke Metcalf on the left, I think he's a ball runner. So I reckon Johnson and the way he links up with Chance Nickel Klukstart at the back, I reckon you've got a real good opportunity there once again for Dallin to score a try. So for the Warriors to win and Dallin to score any time, you get $2.50. Sam, uh, also down at that, uh, the Raiders-Warriors game for Croaks 300. It's a game I thought that the Raiders would get the job done in, but the Warriors week in, week out this season are turning up and rugby league is better for it when the Warriors are going well. The resilience that they've been instilled this year, obviously Andrew Webster at the helm, former Penrith Panthers assistant coach, who obviously did a remarkable job as part of their success. The Warriors, you know, they're, they're looking like genuine finals contenders this year. They are. I mean, I've sort of been a little bit, I wouldn't say cold on them, but I didn't think they could make the leap straight into the eight this year. But that game over at Canberra, I know the Raiders weren't at their best. There was a lot of emotion around the game, but they defended really well. They had very little amount of football. And when they did, they managed to be able to put points on. I reckon that the Warriors can really go to some tough places this year and win games. They're building, they're still into their tenure. I think the big one is after the emotion of the uh, Canberra game, they've had a week off. Mm. The energy levels are going to be sky high. The Dragons, there's a lot going on there. I just reckon that the Warriors' resilience and and, uh, and the way that Sean Johnson's playing at the moment, I reckon there's a play around them. Yeah, very nice. Husey, what have you got, mate? You're Brian Bevan, lock of the week. Guys, I'm going to the Dolphins and Parramatta game. I'm going to take the plus seven and a half for the, the Dolphins. You know, at the sunny coast, you know, you've got Kafusi back. Obviously, with Parramatta, you've got Brown and Hodgson out. So I think, you know, after an origin win as well, there's a couple of good guys in there from the Dolphins that are going to be up uh, for a relative home style game in Queensland. Uh, I just think that plus is a, is a good little play. Especially, I mean, Parramatta have been playing good footy over the last couple of weeks, but let's be honest, the season hasn't been exceptional. So they love a bad shit out of nowhere. Yeah, like giving giving away a you know seven and a half start not at home is essentially implying that they're a ten plus better team than Dolphin than the Dolphins that are at a neutral ground. So mm. I just think that one's a play at a dollar seventy set. What does your model have the line at, mate? I've got Paris still favourite, but only three-point favourites. Nice. Yeah, I like the Finns in that one as well, mate. I'm actually leaning towards tipping them in that one for plenty of the reasons you just mentioned. My Brian Bevan lock of the week, I'm going to the same game, mate, despite actually saying that I'm tempted to tip the, the Dolphins as an upset. Mike Acevo, anytime try scorer at $1.70. Uh, a few reasons there, but Valence Tafade, very excited to see him get some more minutes under his belt at NRL level. He's a terrific attacking footballer, but plenty of question marks around his defence on that right edge alongside Isaiah Katoa. So I think Parramatta will go at it all night. Deanna Arcee's come in the last couple of weeks in place of Dylan Brown. Uh, has not missed a beat. They've been brilliant. I was at the game par last week and Sivo didn't actually score, but the left edge still looked terrific. 46% of their tries down that edge this season. So I think Sivo at $1.70. Sam, your value player of the week, 25% of our bet. 
You've taken the words straight out of my mouth. <laughs> I think that the Parramatta side and I think the Parramatta left edge is in for a really good night. Um, I've gone, and you know what I said at the start about if you like a play or you like a, um, a if you just want to go Parramatta win or just Sebo to score. I've gone Parramatta win, Simonson to score, and Sebo to score. I think Bailey's found a bit of rhythm on the left edge, and he's a terrific ball runner as well. He's an extremely powerful character. Uh, I reckon the left edge of Parramatta are in for a really good night. So $5 about Parramatta, Simonson, and Sebo all to score. But as I said, if you don't want to play the $5, go outright with one of the players. If you want to have a real dig, throw a few more in there and make it a real mosser. Yeah, and that's it. I, no, I like that, that, Sam. And you say, you know, maybe you go see but you get a double or three or you throw in the left edge back rower or you throw an arsey to jag one. So yeah, like you're, getting, you're getting 150 to one for Sebo to score seven. So if you want to do that, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Unders. <laughs> um, Hughesy, your value play of the week, mate. What have you got? Guys, I'm going up against uh, Sam here with the Warriors-Dragons game. I'm actually, oddly, oddly enough, going to back the Dragons to win. Um, <laughs> you've got De- DeBellin's back, your bird back. I think Ben Hunt is a class act, and I don't think he's just going to put the brakes on just because he's having a couple of spits with the CEO. Um, <clears throat> so I- I've-, I've taken that, but, yeah, we do understand if the punters think I'm crazy. And then I've also gone for Penrith 13-plus against the Knights, I think, with I think most of those guys are meant to come back. Obviously, no Cleary, but um, I think they should still be um, <clears throat> way better than the Knights and get a convincing win away. Uh, not too happy with a couple of those guys from last night, but anyway, we'll we'll still back them in, uh, and that rolls out at five dollars fifty-four. So, Hughesy, better has the Dragons with a six and a half start. What line do you have? I've still got the Warriors a favourite, but only two points. Okay, and Penrith, the line there is negative 11.5 for Penrith. What do you have? I've got it at 18, provided that, you know, all those guys are playing for you. Yeah. Yeah, if they all do back up and coming off an origin loss, you you think they'll want to, they'll be fired up. So, rate it. I have gone to the Rabbitohs and Cowboys clash my value play. Three of the uh, probably stalwarts of my plays a little bit, but Alex Johnston, Campbell Graham, Scott Drinkwater, anytime try scorers at $10 in that game. Uh, I really like Alex Johnston. I mean, I like him most weeks, but this week in particular, Cowboys uh, conceding 43% of tries down their right edge compared to 31% on their left. Cody Walker back in for them, so vital to the left edge, as we know. If Motel Lungy doesn't happen to back up from Origin, I think he probably does, but Sammy Valamai comes in and, and plays on that wing where he's actually been named as it stands, which will help immensely. Uh, did around Jeremiah and I, young uh, Fanny Fuaki, hopefully pronounced that okay, he'll spend some time on that edge, and I just think it reads very, very well for the Bunnies in their left edge. So AJ, Graham, and Drinky, anytime try scores $10. Sam, let's go to your... Alex Twole, Hail Mary of the Week. Jacko, he's been shifted. It could have been the Alex Twole Lock of the Week, but we'll go with the Alex Twole Hail Mary of the Week after the big fella finally got some heat. Finally, the big fella crossed the stripe. He ran all of his zero metres to score it. It was fantastic. Uh, Yeah, good luck to him. He can get a run on the podcast if he likes. Uh, (laughs) Look, my Alex Twole Hail Mary. I've gone to the Broncos and Titans game. Gee, I've been, he just impresses me more and more. 
on the field, Reese Walsh. Last yeah. night he was fantastic. He had the back, the way he moves at speed, and he plays the game tough. He has been excellent. I reckon that Brisbane, the Titans haven't been great defensively. Brisbane can put points on a lot of teams. So I reckon when you're looking at a, a, a Hail Mary this week, I think you can play around this game. Both sides can score points. There's no doubt about that. So I've gone with Brisbane 13 plus into Walsh, Corey Oates, Selwyn Cobbo, and then Alofa Khan Pereira to score a try. You're getting $21 about that. So Brisbane, Walsh, Oates, Cobbo, Khan Pereira, uh, 21 bucks. That's where I've landed on for this week's 12 Hail Mary. Yep. Rate that. I was actually very close to another stalwart of my plays here in Selwyn Cobbo in, in the plays, but the fact that he missed Origin, we think it was a hit point or injury, but then has been named for the Broncos, just concerned me a little bit. So, Sam, what's safe to say that if uh, Cobbo was to not – he's expected to play, he's been named, but if he doesn't, Jesse Arthurs, we can plug in there? Yeah, plug him in there. Yep, I, I'm not too concerned. Wingers, it's a wing, wing's easy. You just catch it and fall over the line. So it doesn't matter who's there. <laughs> you just put him in. Reese Walsh will do the work for you. Use your Alex Twell, Hail Mary of the Week, 10%. Boys, so I'm coming the same game. Um, you know, I think the total's 47.5. So what Sam said there about both teams are, are, are big scoring teams, like the line is saying so. So I do I do like to kind of get involved in those games if I'm picking some try-scorer plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to, first of all, though, go against Sam. I'm going to take the Titans plus 8.5. I think the Titans... Um, can put up a bit of a fight in this one. I'm also going to throw in Ezra Mam to score any time and Corey Oates to score any time. Uh, essentially, you know, Foran's back, so they'll likely be attacking not his side. They'll attack the other side. I think uh, the, the Titans concede about 43% of their tries that edge, so I think that Corey Oates side's a good play down that line. And then I'm going to go Philip Sami uh, because he'll be running at Stags and Oates, who their edges can see 55% of their tries. So that's the kind of space. Um, although the Titans do tend to favour heavily to play left with Foran and Cam Pereira, I do think there's going to be some opportunity to get one along over the line for Sami up against Oates there. I think the other thing, Husey, that probably helps you with that play is that the Titans need to win. The, the Broncos are sitting pretty high, uh, sitting, sitting pretty up the ladder. So the chances of like Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, potentially even Reese Walsh, I think Walsh plays, but the big boys, they're every chance at a rest. So if any of them uh, drop out, so Carrigan and Haas both played huge minutes last night. For the Titans, Dave Fafida and Tenev Malawi played, I think it was about 50 and 43 minutes respectively there. So the Titans will need them to back up. They may play reduced minutes, but more likely. So if there are any key outs, particularly around the Broncos, that'll only help your line. So anyone getting on a little bit early there. My Alex Twile Hail Mary of the week, I have gone... I've stuck around the try scorers this week like I do on the major buy-ins just to avoid the lines and results a little bit uh, in case I've any laid outs over the weekend. If there are any laid outs over the weekend, we will update our plays in the SC Playbook subscriber-only WhatsApp chat. You can subscribe via the SC Playbook website, menu on site. Uh, prices drop for the subscription as well, $30 for the rest of the season. If you want access to that and plenty of other content on the website and podcast, Will Warbrick to score a double against Manly's left edge. I thought, Sam, you might have gone back to, to this well this week because another matchup that just reads terrific now that 
gut-wrenching to see Tommy Turbo uh, do what looks to be a peck and could be out long-term. But we know what Manly are like without Tommy Turbo on deck. And then going down to Melbourne, Manly's left edge, the shoestre edge, conceding 49% of tries, ties hit so well with Will Warbrick. And I think even if uh, Cam Munster weren't to back up, that just means Jerome Hughes and that edge get even more ball, which I think helps Warbrick. So Warbrick scored a double into Mike Acevo to score a double at $25.17. Uh, if you wanted to get outlandish, you can add a Alex Johnston double into that as well, which would give you about 150 to 1. So that's what I've gone with. Uh, Sam, I think you've got a, a certain yeah. shout-out to drop for the punters. It's been a, a while coming and longer than I expected, but you got something to say? Yeah, it's been over two months this coming, but... Uh... Over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed-rate mortgages are going to go going to expire. Madness. I've spoken with Pat and George about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. That's ridiculous. The average rate is now 5%. Why? So what, so what does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra, extra 737 bucks a month. <laughs> That's a lot of extra money to have to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at your fixed rate, if you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires, or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Pat and George a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pocket to put less strain on your finances. You'll save yourself $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you get in contact. To do so, I hope these blokes are paying you a mozza for this. This is a mile. <laughs> to do so, flick them a message on Instagram at patandgeorge underscore scw or call on 02-9521-1611. All that plus, all that plus info plus emails. Well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it makes sense in my head. Mate. Okay. All that gone. plus emails and more uh, in all articles on scplaybook.com.au. You've done well, mate. That was an absolute seamless transition. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you said it there. Uh, Patty and George, just give the boys a buzz. I will not be getting any tips wrong ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the, SC, the 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 half that podcast listeners are the real winners out of this because Sam's never uh, going to miss. I'm not sleeping until I'm not sleeping until I'm locked in every play every week. <laughs> uh, let's get stuck into your round. Yeah, while you while you're on a hot streak on the potty, Sam, let's get into your tips of the week, mate. And we'll start with the Dragons and the Warriors. Are you know what we won't because you've already said you like the Warriors in that one. We'll go through yeah. to. Game two of the week, that's the Dolphins versus the Eels on Sunch- at Sunshine Coast Stadium on the sunny coast. Dolphins $2.60, Parra $1.49. Who do you like? Yeah, yeah the value's around the Eels game. That's that's where I've lent towards, so I'll stick with them. I think that they're, they've got too much to play for and they're a team in form with some some you know big guns coming back at, to- at the right time as well. So I think the Eels win. Sam, Panthers versus Knights, Blue Vet Stadium in Penrith. Panthers paying... Well, they've been, they're obviously hot faves. So I assume you tip in Penrith here. From a punting point of view, would you be taking the, the neg- negative 11 and a half start? Yeah, look, the Panthers could go out there and put a real show on. Um, I think that Jerome Luai, uh, Crichton, Yo, Martin, am I missing any other players from that game last night? Um, Yo, Martin, Crichton, To'o, Luai. Yeah, look, I just think that they're. I think they're going to go out there with a real point to prove and try and forget the demons of origin. I mm. think they go out there and put a show on at home. They know that place like the back of their hand. I think the Panthers will win that one well. 
Sam Storm v Seagulls down at Amy Park in Melbourne. Storm firm favourites in this one at $1.25. Who do you like? Yeah, I like Melbourne. Uh, my only thing is with Manly, I'm still trying to work out where this side sits. Now, mm. I know there's no turbo. There is a DCE back in that side, and he was instrumental there last night in origin once again, led from the front. So I am a little bit just – I'm trying to get a gauge on them. It really could go one of two ways. I think that this pan, uh, this Manly side has an upside in them, but mm. they've also got a big downside, whereas the Melbourne side, you, you – you, fairly well know what you're going to get down there in Melbourne. So uh, I think Melbourne, I'm going to lean towards them, but I am a bit wary about how this plays out. It's becoming, Sam, one of the oldest cliches in rugby league. I wouldn't say oldest, becoming an old cliche in rugby league, but do they have that upside without Tom Trevojevic or not? Well, that's why you're getting the price about them, aren't yeah. you? Because he's not there. So it, it, there's how much can DCE influence that side? That's the big question. Can he do enough to, to take them... In, into finals contention, or is it just too big of an ask? I'm unsure. I'm unsure. I'm going to know a lot more after this weekend. Sam, Broncos and Titans at Suncorp Stadium, Sunday, 2 p.m. You like the Broncos in this one? Yeah, I've gone Broncos with the 13+. plus. I do love the idea that Kieran Foran, I'm an unabashed fan of him, but I do believe that Brisbane will be too strong. Moving on to the Rabbitohs and the Cowboys at Acor Stadium, 4.05 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Uh, it's a game where, you know, probably pending a lot of ins and outs origin-wise, but it is the maximum turnaround. So you'd expect probably the majority of the players to back up. Who do you like in this one? Have the Cowboys turned a corner or not? Well, (laughs) I'll tell you what, the Cowboys have turned a bigger corner than the West Tigers have turned the corner. Last week when you were talking about that Tigers turning the corner, they honestly, it must have been the smallest corner ever. It was barely a bend. Um, (laughs) They're a level. They they um they need more than a, a couple of weeks off the Tigers. Anyway, I'll move on from that. Uh, yes, the Cowboys have turned a bit of a corner. They've got enough there that they can they can certainly win this game. But I think with Walker back in the side with the Rabbitohs, I still think that they'll be too good playing down in Sydney. Bloody hell. Blue, Blues get dusted. Tigers turn a corner. Kick a man when he's down. We'll carry on. <laughs> carry on to the... Uh, Roosters and Raiders, 6.15pm Sunday night to round out round 17 at Allianz Stadium. The Roosters are favourites in this one. Can you get your thoughts, Sam? I think the Raiders as $2.26 outsiders are a great bet. Well, I think that the Raiders play some of their best football against the Roosters. I think they get up for it. And I know that the 2019 Grand Final, in that period, they were different looking sides, but... Yeah, look, the two dollars twenty six about the Raiders. Who, yeah, they had a lull against the against the New Zealand Warriors, but their form's been a lot more impressive and uh, a lot more consistent than the Roosters have mm. been. The Roosters are a long way off clicking. Uh, they've still got some key outs. The Roosters, their big guns have got to back up again with James Tedesco. He's got to back up. Um, I've got no doubt that he'll be fine by then. But uh, look, I think the two dollars twenty six about the Raiders is a nice price. But another very intriguing contest about the way these two sides and way where their season is currently. It's going to be a really good game, that one. If you're office lady, Nancy, and you're sitting there listening to the Halfback Podcast, putting your tips in for the week, who's your head-to-head tip? Oh, Nancy, you've probably got to go with the Chooks being at home and I think with so much to play for. But if Nancy likes the Raiders, I don't mind her having a play at the $2.26. <laughs> Plot twist, I am Nancy and I am, <laughs> and I am going the Raiders. 
<laughs> Hunter's head-to-head battle for round 17. Last week, both got done. We're begging to give away a jersey. We want to fork out for it. We really do, but no one can get three on the trot. Gerald Lamberton had a little post last week on the Instagram story. James Hughes, over 30 Scoonavasa checks on Friday night, paying a dollar one. Jimmy, <laughs> Gerald wants to know if you saluted or not. Uh, I think uh, the missus dragged me home in, into a cab, so, yeah, potentially. Fell short at 29. <laughs> yeah, fell short. <laughs> Over's punters absolutely rejoicing. Shout out, firstly, to, I can't really pronounce it, Rekasir or something. On the the play last week, had Roosters to win. It was the Roosters and Knights game. Roosters to win. Joey Manu to score. Dom Young to score and Egan Butcher to score at $31.50. Nailed them all, but he got the wrong Butcher brother. Nat got over. He would have walked into the contest this week, but he didn't. This week, <clears throat> Joshua Camplin has the Roosters head-to-head. Last week, he got in by Manu Young and Tupu anytime try scores at $13 and Roosters to win. This week, he's gone. We're going to the Roosters and Raiders game just because I think it's the least probably impacted by players backing up late in the week. So we've gone to that one. Roosters win. Teddy anytime try score at $3.10. I'll replace that with Joey Manu if Teddy's out. He takes on Ryan Clout, who got up last week with Raid, uh, what was it? Bradman Best and Joey Manu anytime try scores at $5.50. So you don't need massive odds to get onto this uh, into the head to head contest. This week he's gone with the Raiders to win with a four and a half start at $1.86. Good luck, fellas. Boys, that wraps it up for the Halfback Podcast for round 17. Sam, thank you. Yes, thank you, boys. Been another great potty. And Jimmy, thank you. Thanks, boys. At least you guys make me happy. (laughs) That's all that matters in life, mate. As long as you're happy for Thursday morning. (laughs) Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in and good luck with your plays this weekend. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.